and welcome to another episode of Brosephus and Friends. I'm your host, Brosephus, and this week we have Ashleen to Haiti. Ashleen, it's good to have you today. Thank you. It's good to be here. Uh, now you came to um, you came to Brian Station. I think my junior uh, my ju- junior year, right or when did you uh, came? Yeah, it was your junior year because I came when I was a sophomore and I met you in choir. Okay, so um, we might have met, but we didn't know each other. But then my senior year, uh, we became yeah. um, pretty close. I I think, and we did. and um, and we both embarked on something that I think probably. Uh, was probably one of the biggest things that I, I know I did in high school, and that was um, doing Phantom of the Opera. Right. It most definitely was that for me as well. That was, you know, I manifested, you know, that I would be in that play. So who would have known that it would be my junior year of high school? Yes. And you were, oh, you were wonderful. And uh, and that play was, was something else. Um what was your favorite uh, scene or, or song from that play? Oh, wow. Uh, Prima Donna. Prima Donna, I think, was probably my favorite part. But, um, yeah, it was with all of us on that stage and the emotions and the anxiety. I just remember uh, I didn't <laughs> – I don't know if I didn't have you or Jalen by my side on stage. I don't think I would have been able to do that. So I really thank you guys for that because y'all made me very comfortable on stage. The the um that that those two scenes, the manager scenes, that I don't know what it was about those people, but but we really uh, con- connected as far as like uh, I I mean I think we we were that group was good as far as. Very, very. We had, I think, just our our chemistry together as a whole group and being able to get on stage and just act, you know, while somewhat being professional with it, you know. We had fun, but we were able to just be serious about it. And you don't find that all the time with a, a cast, especially in high school. So it was really fun. And, you know, being able to work with you as well, that definitely got us to get closer. So that was that was an awesome opportunity. I feel like, and it also challenged me as a singer because I didn't know I had the abilities I had until I actually played Carlotta. You know, um, and and that, uh, and I, I can't imagine uh you know doing that um but you had done stuff plays before right um yes i did so um obviously i'm from florida so in naples we have this um theater called uh the sugden theater and it was right downtown naples and i think i got a scholarship to go there because it's actually kind of expensive but i was in middle school and my theater teacher gave us the opportunity through uh i was a narrator for the um chinese cinderella and one of the ladies who were there were recruiting people for that. So I, my first show was actually, um, or play was um, Fame. That was my first oh. ever play that I actually started and I was one of the main characters. Well, wow. And so, um, 
you know, for someone who's listening uh, and they're thinking, you know, you know, I, that, cause we've had several people on here talk about theater, you know, mm-hmm. um, if the, if they were saying, you know, I, I have seen theater and I wouldn't mind doing something. What would you say to them who say, I wouldn't mind, you know, I don't, if I wanted to get into theater, um, you know, what would you say to me? So if uh, if you wanted to get into theater and yeah, you were like someone wasn't really sure, but they wanted, but they had a little bit of percentage of they wanted to. Right. So that was the same thing for me. I wasn't too sure about it, and um, so it took actually just go for it. Mm. I kind of pushed myself. Um, I looked at those who were around me and those who were already doing it. So I looked at it and I looked at myself and I seen that I wasn't very confident. And I realized that if I wanted to become confident, one of the ways I had to do it was by pushing myself to do something I was uncomfortable with or I wasn't familiar with. So if you know that it's going to be something that's going to make you uncomfortable or you're not familiar with it, the only way for you to grow and to become better as uh, um, when you communicate and how you speak with people, definitely push yourself to do it. It's it's not you can always see somebody and they can always tell you, girl, you know, or boy, you know, come on, you know, join us, you know, but you have to have that motivation in you and mm-hmm. that, you know, that knowledge to know, hey, like this will really benefit me. So look at it, look at it as a, a benefit towards you, because in the end of the day, it helps you with your communication. Um, just you just gain certain skills and also a bond with people that no one will really understand. Like nobody will understand the bond that I have with my cast members from every show I've been in. You know, it's just like, it's a bond that you don't get with many people. So just think of the benefits. There's cons, you know, like anxiety, but once you get through it, you have a family. And then on top of that, you have this confidence that nobody will really understand. So think of those things and put, let that push that, uh, let that push you to go in that direction. Just go for it. I never forget we were um, we were with so I think no it was the festival the um, the something festival choral festival of the bluegrass yes. and uh, and we were the only two that were the upperclassmen that were there and and we were talking um, and you said that and you like you're like me have a variety of genres of music you listen to how did you get all of the the genres i mean how did you uh because like me i was in a box how did you get all those uh genres listen you know all the samples of music that you listen to so meeting people you know I, I love to network and meeting people is just my thing and also I always felt like when I sing I could not sing like I genuinely still to this day feel like I can't sing because I feel like I sing better in certain areas than I do most so when I met people especially at Brian Station you know I was a, a little network butterfly so I was talking to everybody and you know I would I can say that I'm a very open-minded person. So when I met somebody, I felt like the only way that I could really connect with people was through music. Mm. So I opened myself to listening to new music. Um, making new friends made me open my music varieties as well. And then also being Haitian, you know, I, I didn't really used to always listening to American music because in my household, it was always Haitian music. So 
Um, one way for me to get even better at my English as well, even though I still spoke English, but you know, it was kind of like Creole English, if that makes sense. <laughs> so I had to, um, music was the only way that I got better at my English and I also met friends. So yeah. that kind of opened my options. So meeting new people will help you with that. It will make you listen to everything just so you can, you know, get that bond and, you know, get something going with people. Yeah, it really works. Absolutely. You know, because I, um, you know, and also I think the gospel, the message of Jesus goes into yes. all different genres of music that I think if we limit ourselves to just one, we miss the opportunity to listen to another. Like I think, for instance, uh, for me, it was the album uh, uh, "What's Going On" by Marvin Gaye. To hear that, to hear that album, I thought, right. "Mercy, this is this is good." And you wouldn't hear that in a normal Sunday morning service or right. or something that you would hear. That's that's good. Um, how did you get? Uh, not not get, but um, how did you come from uh, Florida to here? Oh, so um, my mom was actually in a past relationship with her ex-husband. And through him, he wanted us to um, move to Kentucky just for better opportunity and job opportunity. And through that, I, w I came to, I went to Montgomery County first, and then I came to Lexington during my sophomore year. So it, I've had back and forths with Kentucky, to be honest, since my middle school years, but it's so long and a whole process. It's like, uh. You know, um, the, uh, you know, and I remember people, you have this leadership. Uh, I see this leadership and you were on the uh, leadership at Bryan Station. Um, yes. Talk about, you know, cause have you always felt, because I, like, when I see you and I talk to you, I hear this leadership quality. Have you always felt that, or is that something that you had to uh, work on? No, I did not know that. I did not know that I had that ability. Um, when I was in Florida, actually, I was, I used to always get bullied, and I felt like I never had a voice, you know? So when I got into middle school, my middle school days, I became like really hardcore and like I didn't let anybody talk to me any type of way. And it kind of created a, a, a shell of disrespect. And I kind of just disrespected anybody who, you know, talked to, to me or even teachers. Like if I felt like you had something against me because I've been hurt so many times, I would just like act towards them a certain way. And um, it wasn't until my eighth grade year when I had the opportunity to join this club called um, Blue Team. And that was when I actually got my leadership skills. And then I came to Bryan Station and I saw that they were having ambassadors and I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm gonna go for it. You know, this will test me and, you know, just kind of enhance the skills that I saw that I had my great year and it did, it was, and that was my way of connecting and networking and um, being able to grow as a person because I was, be, I was able to be around people who wanted to do something that I wanted to do, but I didn't know how to do it. Mm. You know, that's, that's good. Um, you know, leadership does that. You know, in the Bible, I, I think it is. I've heard this um, 
and you know ironing sharpens iron it doesn't iron sharpening iron is tough sometimes it because it's sharp and it it but but like you you know that is good to have people who have the same goal but maybe uh, have a different uh thing to bring to the party right most definitely and um and you also speaking of that you also met um someone uh, another friend that uh, of ours is Noah and and then you uh had a uh did a trio talk yes. a little bit about that so I don't even know how it happened all I know is Dr. Lion lover I gotta call her just reminded me about oh, that oh yes <laughs> what a legend I know right I miss her so much um but Dr. Lyon was the one um, who made us come together for actually a piece that we had to do in class. And we were already somewhat friends. So we were like, you know, let's do it. And after that, when we realized how good it came out, we, Dr. Lyon was just like, you know what, let's keep on doing it. And then the opportunity for us to sing at our uh, schools, I think it was basketball game. No, I think it was a scrimmage, and that's when we really were like, okay, yeah, we're really good with each other. You know, the chemistry is there. We have, we can blend like crazy. So let's continue on, and we just went from there. And to this day, we're all friends, and we talk to each other constantly. And you know, whenever we're going through something, it's like those are my prayer warriors. Mm. That's good. Um- uh, I heard this quote one time, and I love this. A turtle on the fence post. A turtle does not get there by themselves. Uh, who, have, who have been some influences on you um, musically, but um, personally as well? Ooh. Yeah. No, it was Dr. Lion. Dr. Lion. Yeah, there's nobody... I mean, I've had people who told me, oh, my gosh, you can sing, you know, and encourage me. But like somebody who can actually get me to do certain things that I wouldn't do with my voice. It's Dr. Mm-hmm. Lyon. She pushed me and she believed in me. And then, you know, being in the choir, I just I don't know. It definitely Dr. Lyon. Nobody really believed in me as much as she did when it came to my voice. Um, you know, think. Thank God for teachers. Right. You know, they they do not get enough credit for what they do because if it wasn't for teachers, we wouldn't have doctors and, and lawyers right. and things. And it it is a it takes a powerful t- teacher, a good teacher to say, you know, that's a great skill that you have. Right. But let me work with that. And then do it so effortlessly, you know, she, that's, it really is a skill and you have to really have that, that heart to really do it. So I really give, I give all the credit to teachers. I actually wanted to become a teacher before I decided that I wanted to become a um, psychologist. So, yeah. Psychologist. Ooh, that's good. Yes. Um, um, so, uh, what is uh, what is one thing that you've learned uh, during this quarantine, or several things? I say one thing, but it could be different. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> things that I, I learned a lot about myself, 
and those around me. During quarantine, I learned, <clears throat> sorry, I learned that I, I haven't, there's just my, well, let me start with the biggest one, I think. And that's what kind of helped me throughout the quarantine and realizing who I am. I think that my bond with, you know, God. So I realized that I was so occupied with school and social life and, you know, who was around me that I kind of, um, I lost that touch of God that I had with me and that bond that I had with him. Like I, me and him, we have like, just, I have a special communication with God. Like I, I tell you right now, there's been so many, so many times my family have been through something or especially when I was in middle school and it was through God that I was able to, you know, get into leadership. It was through God that we moved to Kentucky. It was through God that I was able to become an ambassador, you know, a leadership um, president. So it was through him because I went through so much um, emotional battles and mental battles that during you know, quarantine, I was ignoring all those things and it hit me and it was through prayer and actually bonding with some sisters through church that kind of like got me out of that. So it made me realize that sometimes you invest so much of yourself into things that make um, that aren't necessarily important mm -hmm. and they seem important and you forget about the true cause and the true purpose, you know. Yeah. So I was forgetting my purpose. And, you know, to this day, I'm still trying to find my purpose. And it's it's because I've, I lost my touch with God. And, you know, right, even right now, I'm still with quarantine and not being able to go to church. It's it's put it's put a big like I feel like it put like a big damper on my spiritual life, you know. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like realizing that I need God. I realized during quarantine is like, I need God and I need to like kind of step out of the world and mm -hmm. kind of find myself with him. And how can I be a better daughter? Um, and how can I be a better sister? And also how can I be a better friend mm -hmm. without losing myself um, during the process? That, that's good. You know, you said something that made me think, you know, during this pandemic, We've had to let go of some things. We've had to say well, what's important that we hold yeah. on to and what are some things that we have to um, take away. And that's, uh, that's an important um, lesson to learn. Definitely it is. It's, it's a vital trial. To, it's a process. It is. Ashling, thank you so much for your time today. Um, blessings to you. And uh, uh, let's keep in touch. Most definitely, Joseph. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yes. Uh, you have a good day, and we'll talk to you later. All righty. Bye, Joseph. Bye. Thank you. Well, have a great day. Yes, do the same.